Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our second podcast on the NFL. Go through the season. We're going to go every four to five weeks, just keep reviewing and seeing what's happening. Obviously, up to now, week number six. So we thought we'd check in and see what's going on in the NFL. Uh, again, no Gordo. It's funny, you always find his ways to not attend this podcast. And for you guys who've been following us on What Are The Odds, Considering how good he's been going with his tipping, uh, it's a surprise he's not here to brag. But again, we have Suli. Suli, how are you going? Yep, good mate. Couldn't be better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, look, I'm pretty good. And I, I assume that at some point you're going to drop the Richmond Premiership in this podcast because we haven't spoken since before then. And if you do, then I'll probably just punch you. So, I think I'll take that. <laughs> So we're going to go through a similar sort of similar sort of way as we did last time. We're going to start with the AFC East and work our way through. Just talk about each division, each team. Uh, go over any team that's standing out or you know performing below what's expected, and just talk about a few players as well. And then we'll try and again forecast where where we're at. So we'll give you some teams to follow as well. There's, it's starting to take shape now the season, so we'll we'll give you a steer on who to be punting on as that as the season goes on. Yeah, and obviously, you know, teams that have probably got off to a flyer maybe and, and might drop off, we'll, we'll look into that as well, I suppose. So we'll start with the AFC East, which is a pretty strange division at the moment. You got the Buffalo Bills on top with 3 and 2, and so are the New York Jets, New England Patriots, and you got the Miami Dolphins at 2 and 2. So what are your thoughts about this division at the moment and the teams and how they're going? Yeah, it looks a lot closer than what it is. You know, if the Dolphins win the Hurricane game, they, they missed their first game because of the Hurricane. Yep. Everyone could be three and two, but really, they're no good. The Bills, Tyrod Taylor's underrated. He's been he's been pretty good, but last week they stumbled and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they fall away. The Jets are three and two, but it's an illusion. They've had a really good draw. They, they've won a couple of, you know, surprising games, but they're nothing special. Um, the Pats are... Like we said, you know, early in the year, they're going to struggle for motivation. As the year goes on, you know, they'll just hang in on this division, make sure they get their, their, their home playoff game and they'll be fine. So Patriots will win this division easy. And the Dolphins, Dolphins somehow won a game last week when their quarterback had 50 yards halfway through the last quarter and then just had a one game-winning drive. They, they beat the Titans, who we'll talk about them as a bit of a disappointment as well. But, yeah, Dolphins are a bit of an illusion as well. So... It, there's, there's always money to be made betting in around these games because they can all bob up. So, yep. you know, head-to-head, you, it, it's a good chance to, to have a punt when they're playing each other, especially in this division. But in the end, the Patriots end up on top. Well, the lines have been pretty good as well, pretty friendly for your punters in these sort of games all through the NFL season so far. Again, I refer back to Gordo and his punting. He's tipping at the moment. It's just been ridiculous. The spreads, some of the spreads, and some of the odds, like Green Bay last week were like, you know, nearly $3.00. Uh, Miami Dolphins, probably their lead running back, Jay, has been pretty disappointing so far this year. I know he's carrying a few injuries. Do you think that if he gets going, whether that might help Miami go up the table a bit? And New England, I mean, to be fair, they're lucky they've won three games. They probably should have lost two of them as well. Like They're struggling, isn't it? But, but they were always going to struggle. I think Brady's called it out. They're lacking motivation. He's, he's really on their back. He's you know He doesn't lack motivation, but some of the rest of them are. They'll... They've just got such a free ride in this division that they'll be fine. The Dolphins at quarterback are screwed, so that's yep. the problem. Like Matt Castle's quarterback, I think Moore, Callum Moore, he's about four foot seven. He's their backup, so yep. there's you know, yeah, there's there's not much there in that division. I think yeah, just just interesting start in that division as well. So New England have scored 148 points. The next best is 92 to the Jets. They've also had 142 against, and the next best is 106. Against the Jets, and the best in the in the division is Miami with only sixty seven. 
but they're also the lowest scoring team as well. So it's kind of funny how uh, New England have been scoring heavily, but also being you know heavily conceded against as well. That tells you if you want to watch a game, watch New England, not Miami. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we'll move to probably a, a bit of a strange one. I think we're going to disagree on one team here. Um, AFC North, and funnily enough, Pittsburgh, after their debacle of a game last week, still sit at the top of division at 3-2. and two. Baltimore are 3-2. Cincinnati are 2-3. and three. And Cleveland are zero and five, so this is probably down to a two-horse race now. Yeah, yeah. So Pittsburgh and Baltimore, Cincinnati and Cleveland, you can get their seasons pretty much done. Um, but yeah, so my thoughts on Pittsburgh is, mm-hmm. I think the la- big Ben hasn't been great this year, no. and last week he threw five, yeah, five interceptions, two pick sixes. There were two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was yeah. his worst game ever. But yeah. you know, three were deflected. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as it seemed. I don't think. Anyway, and, keep going. and then in the in the press conference, they asked him, you know, what do you think's got wrong and stuff. And he, he replied with, he doesn't think he has it anymore, and it might be time for him to retire. So, a Pittsburgh done and is this all of a sudden just opened up for Baltimore? No, this is one of the standard stories in the NFL. Big Ben soaking it up, and I'm not going to play anymore. I don't know if I'll go on. All his usual stuff. So this is just standard Big Ben stuff. They're, they're fine. They're <clears throat> excuse me. The division isn't strong. Well, it, it, it's a two horse race, but it's really a one horse race because the Ravens might be three and two, but really Flacco, he you know he's carrying them at the moment, and that's scary. Flacco's yep. carrying you there. Yep. Um, their defense has actually been good as well. The Ravens, but the Steelers will be okay. That three and two in this division, they'll come good as the season goes on. I think they're struggling to click having all their weapons on the field at once. They, they don't seem to know how to use them. They, they seem to not be going for as much as they as they were before, but luck's not been with them. That those in a, those five picks, three of them were deflected. So you yep. know you have to take that into account. So Big Ben's a princess; they'll be fine. Um, the one thing is the Bengals look like they're almost done at the moment. I, I I always look at the Bengals because they're massive underachievers, and they used to remind me of Richmond. But um, <laughs> they they look they're really undisciplined again, and and yeah, I, I think that their charge will finish at the end of this year. I'm more interested to see what they do with their coach. They've had the same coach for ten years, and they've never won a, a playoff game. So yep. I'll be interested to see what they do at the end of the year. But it looks like Steelers in that division for them. All right, well, I'm going to hang on to the Ravens for a bit. I, I know I, I tipped Pittsburgh at the start, so I won't be one of those blokes and jump off the bandwagon straight away. You've kind of Taught me around a little bit there. He mainly, was jumping off twenty minutes ago, <laughs> mainly because they're two and zero in their division. So, yeah. um, you know that, that's an elite a long way. But you know, I think Pittsburgh and Baltimore t- top two stand out in that division. And yeah, maybe maybe for value, probably go Baltimore to win it. I just I think one of the other things is you can bet against the Browns. The Browns are only going to win a game this year, so any multis you're doing, you can just chuck whoever's playing the Browns in almost. We'll get to the Giants later. That The Giants, have a look how they're going in the next couple of weeks, but they might be in the same boat. Where there, there are teams in the second half of the year that just aren't going to win a game. So one of the things is betting against the Browns is, is easy money. So Well, the funny thing was, I think no two, two weeks ago, Browns were favourite against the Jets. Yeah. No, oh, no Colts, sorry. And, uh, last week, yeah. So <laughs> I think, I think uh, Gordo tipped the Jets and the Colts to beat the Browns, which is just ridiculous. Um, then we move into AFC South, and another interesting little little division here. We got uh, the Jaguars on top with three and two, and everyone else is two and three. The Texans, Tennessee, and the Colts. Now, surely this is probably you could probably cancel out the Colts. No, I don't think you cancel yeah, out anyone. No. This one, this one's this one's crazy. This division. Um, Texans have lost JJ Watt. They got spanked on the first day. Looked like they were really getting their shit together. 
played Kansas City and, you know, what was merciless went down straight away. What was down in the first quarter as well. They went down by a touchdown, but it probably wasn't as close to that. But they're giving up so many points for this super defense. But they found one. Deshaun Watson, anyone who who watched any college last year, he, he led Clemson to, to the college title. And he was just a freak. He was doing it. He just does amazing things. And as someone who hadn't watched that much college, was like, that guy's going to be a gun in the NFL, but didn't go as high as he could have. But he's just got it. He's everything from tackling to just the decisions he makes. He's lightning quick. He's got a really fast release. He, he's, you know, he makes mistakes still, but they've finally got what they needed, which was the franchise quarterback. So they'll get better and better as the year goes on. But they've got to cover JJ Watt, which you know it's going to be a big ask. They, they made the playoffs without Watt last year, so I think the Texans will still rise in that division. That they've played, they look really good some weeks, but it's not all clicking yet. But rookie quarterback used to be a bad thing but you look at Dak Prescott last year so a rookie quarterback can take a good team a long way and the other thing is they've got two underrated running back Coleman and someone else who are really pounding so yeah well we had Texans as our roughy yeah. start at first but now we're at $31 stay with them stay with them yeah. and they're already blown out for the Super Bowl yeah so they've gone from 31 to 41s and it's funny how New England have actually stayed at the same price and Kansas City's been the big jump the big movers and Green Bay Packers have also come in a little bit. But, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's pretty open sort of division. Uh, Houston, Jacksonville have been a bit funny. but Yeah, we should talk about the other teams. Um, Jacksonville have been amazing. A like, couple of surprise wins, some big some big scoring, some great defense. And, yeah, but they've still dropped their two and they still look vulnerable. It looks like a really even division as well. The Titans were the team that we talked about. Um, Miami beating a team with you know, 50 hours from quarterback. It was the Titans who they beat. Mariota's injured, so they're struggling at quarterback as well. But I, I still feel by the end of the season, Texans and Titans will get above the Jaguars. You know, there's only a game in it in that division. Colts, I watched last week because they played the 49ers, and they're not they're, they're at the 49ers level pretty much. So, yeah. um, Although they've got Frank Gore, who I wear a 49ers jumper with Frank Gore on the back, and Frank Gore's gone to number eight now, all-time rushing, and yeah, one of the great plays in the NFL. So it was fun to watch him play a lot playing against the 49ers for the first time. We talked about uh, New England's scoring abilities before. Uh, they've scored 16 touchdowns this year. So Houston have scored 17 and Jacksonville have also scored 16. So there's only one other team that's better than, than Houston in, in touchdowns this year and that's Kansas City. So it shows that Houston are able to definitely uh, attack because their points for is pretty high, 144. And we've seen that the last few weeks with Deshaun Watson. But They've also been leaking a few scores as well, and it's almost like a shootout sort of game. Mm-hmm. Which but, is not what we expected from them. You'd think yeah. defence was going to be their strength. So you'd think as the season goes on, they'll get their defence together, and then because their offence is actually starting to work for once. Some Texans games have been horrible to watch because they're, they're all defence, but they're actually pretty good to watch at the moment. But um, Yeah, they've just, got to, they've just got to figure out how to, how to shut the gate a little bit, stop, stop the scoring. Yep. And then we'll lead, lead, that leads us into, as I said, the leading touchdown scoring team, I think in the NFL, um, there's 19. Yeah, there's only one other team that's that's up there. That's Green Bay with 18. But so Kansas City lead 5-0. So no losses yet. They've won all five games, including a spectacular win last week. And they probably got away with one the week before against Washington as well. Um, then Denver's 3-1, and one, and they've been playing some good football. Oakland 2-3. and three, And then the Chargers, I think their season's kiss goodbye at 1-4. and four. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the strongest division in football probably right now with the Chiefs, Broncos, Raiders. Are, we'll talk about the Raiders in a second. They're, they're underperforming. But the Chiefs at 5-0, and there's a streak team early in the year quite often. And it wouldn't surprise if the Chiefs come back to the pack as the, as the season goes on because a lot seems to be going right. But 
on the flip side of that is that quite often a veteran quarterback having their one great year wins the Super Bowl, and that could be Smith. You know, it's his 13th year as a pro. It might just be his time. He's playing amazing at the moment. But I don't know. I, I just have doubts about, about Kansas City for some reason. I'm not sure whether it's just they've never been good in my time, so I've, yeah. I've never really trusted them. But the other thing is the Broncos are really sneaky at the moment. The Broncos, are, you know, they're trying to figure out quarterback. They're, they're pretty much about to, I think, Settle on Paxton Lynch, hopefully. Simeon's pretty pretty bad. So Lynch should be their quarterback going forward. And their defense is still awesome. And so they're three and one. And they, you watch them play every week. And if, if you don't play really well, you lose to the Broncos. So two things. One, follow the Broncos, especially at home. They almost never lose at home. And the other thing is that, you know, they're only a game back there. So they'll keep the pressure on the Chiefs. And if the Chiefs don't stay at this level, which it's going to be hard to do, they can still lose that division. Well, I see the Chiefs. They've got lots of weapons going forward. So mm. I see Kelsey, Hill... And, and, and Hunt so like it gives him so many weapons uh, for Smith this is probably why he's playing so well and I think Gordo's referred to it as well on one of the odds when he's tipped him a few times it just means they got, it's hard for a defence to line up on him because you know play action all that sort of thing and I, I just don't see them dropping off that much like I've watched them play probably three games in the last week or two weeks um, being home a bit more and it's really been really good to watch um, and yeah, I just think Hunt is unbelievable. Surely he's he's in a, his performance is in a dip. Like, he's, I think that's the, the thing for me. They can't play any better than this, and yeah. so to maintain this level all the way, and they're going to have to hold this level to win. They're only yeah. winning by a touchdown or, or so. You know, playing at this level, and you know they were lucky against Washington as well. So, I, look, my, my my call is that you look for the, look for a slide here. There's an opportunity to bet against the Chiefs as the season goes on, but. Um, yeah, they're playing great football at the moment. I'll be waiting for that slide before I start betting against them. Well, the three and three and zip in the conference, the highest scoring team in the AFC. They're five and zip. Uh, at the uh, yeah, at the moment, I, you know, they might have a slide, but they're definitely showing that they're probably a contender now this year. Yeah, so. definitely, they've got to be considered. And yeah, I saw Denver play the other week as well against Oakland, and that was a really good game. And I think Denver are definitely a team to watch out for in that division as well. Yeah, and that brings us to the Raiders, who I think everyone was sort of hoping that this was going to be the year and they were going to come through because they play a great style, but Carr's got injured, and even when he's been out there, they've been struggling to score. It's been horrible to watch. All the, the gun... Uh, uh, Crabtree's done little, and he's been better than... The guy's so invisible, I've forgotten his name. What's, who's their gun receiver? Cooper, Amari Cooper, yeah. who's just disappeared this year completely. And yeah. so, yeah, that, there's so much that should work about that about that Raiders team that isn't. Marshall Lynch has banged a few touchdowns in, but really has done more dancing than anything, you know, <laughs> when it's really mattered. So I don't know. I, I, they're annoying, but they're only a game back from, from the Broncos. But I, I think it is a race in two now, that, which is disappointing for the Raiders to be really this far back this early in the season. So if the Chiefs slide, the Broncos will probably come through, which might leave the Raiders pushing up against the Chiefs as this season goes on. But, you know, they're three games ahead of them already and they're playing great football. So yep. things are going to want to change quick for the Raiders. Correct. All right, then we go to the NFC, which is a pretty – it's an interesting conference because there's a few standout teams at the moment, but I still think it's really even, much like the AFC. And we go to NFC East, and we've got the Eagles at 4-1, and one, Washington Redskins at 2-2, two and two, Dallas Cowboys at 2-3, and three, and then – Oh, the Giants at zero and five. Um, Washington have been playing all right, and I think they were pretty. Like I said before, they were unlucky not to beat Kansas the other week. Um, they had they had the bye last week. Philly are playing pretty good footy. Uh, Dallas, I'm you know I'm not sure on them, and obviously the Giants are just horrible. 
<laughs> yeah, it's always fun seeing the Giants no good, but Beckham out for the year, um, Brandon Marshall out for the year, Shepard injured as well. You can, and they weren't winning anyway. That, that Eli's done. Eli's so done. Yeah, no, Eli's just he's cooked. So I think, um, I think that means the Giants are a team that don't have a lot to play for. They'll be looking for a good draft pick out of this thing. Yeah, out of this season, um, it's a it's strange division. It changes the winner changes every year. Um, Eagles are winning early, but they're not much. I watched them play the other way. They're, they're nothing special. The Redskins look like the best team in the division, but they find a way to lose. They're, they're not a winning team. They're a team that stuffs things up. And the Cowboys, they then there's something not right with the Cowboys. All of this, maybe it's the Zeke stuff, but they're they're in games. They're really competitive, but they just don't have an edge to them at the moment. So. It's a great division. Again, a really fun betting division too because um, teams, are just, they're just rolling each other yeah. in the division. They've got no idea. You know, It's a lot of its matchups as well. The teams tend to beat the same ones over and over. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say here that the Skins will come through. That they, they look like the best team in the division. The Eagles don't look much. So even though they're going okay, I think they'll fall away. But yeah, so Skins and Cowboys to come through that division. Yeah, I think definitely Washington. I've watched them play a bit as well. It was funny against the Kansas City. They they didn't go to Thompson much, and he's been really good for him this year. So I don't, I don't know why his his targets were down that game, but yeah, I think that they got more upside than Philly definitely. And Dallas will, who knows what's going on at Dallas. So I'm definitely on you with you at the moment with the Redskins and maybe the Eagles. Obviously, they've got a good start already, so they've already got two game like lead mm-hmm. in the division. Uh, the three and zero in the conference as well. So uh, sorry, the two and zero in the division as well. So, yeah, they're a good team at home. Yeah, I, I'm still sticking with the Redskins, though. So we move on to the North. And this is, this uh, for me, after the last two weeks, this this division's done. I just, Green Bay just win it. <laughs> well, yeah, he's amazing. Rodgers is just, yeah, he's an incredible footballer and it's good God he's not here because, yeah, he'll be even more excited about how great Rogers Rogers is, is, but he is. It was an amazing game. It's so much fun watching Green Bay play because of him. And they that division's no good. The rest of them, are, the rest of them, really only hang in because the Packers often don't start sharp. But this year they've started sharp and yeah. they look fantastic. And yeah, I think everyone's almost hoping the Packers, you know, just keep playing well because them at their best is the best team to watch. So um, the, the Lions have been okay, but Stafford. <laughs> we talked about Stafford being the highest paid player, but not that good, and he's having a nightmare of a season so far. And that. Lions have a history of losing close games as well, and they've been in all their games, and they're three and two, but they, you know, they could be going better. So they're not a they're not a terrible team. Um, the Vikings are pretty ordinary, and the Bears are absolutely horrible. So um, there's not much pressure on the Packers from below the Lions, but the Lions aren't terrible, so they'll win a lot of games as well. That they could easily make the playoffs. Well, we talked about it in our first podcast. Their only worry with the Packers was their defense. So they've also already. Um, conceded 112 points which is one of the high you know, second highest in the division and it's one of the highest in the in that conference um only dallas new york uh, chicago and then a few of the west teams because there's a few shit teams in the west have conceded more so it's still a problem for mine but i still think they win that division because it's yeah, like you said it's a pretty ordinary division so uh yeah. Oh, the Lions, yeah. yeah. It's just the Lions. The Lions aren't, aren't terrible and Stafford's not playing well and they're still 3-2, so they're hanging around. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're not much. there's not much else in that division. But it's also um, Rogers' receivers this year. This year he's got fit receivers and he's hitting them and the running game's starting to work. So yeah. it looks like all the pieces are there this year. So, yeah, and high-scoring games, you know, obviously punting-wise, Packers' or Lions are always high anyway, but 
you can often take the line on. Well, yeah, well, a couple weeks ago against the Bears, the the line was only seven, negative seven, and then obviously they started outsiders last week. So, mm. and they, I mean, it was a bit of a miracle from Rogers to win the game, but they did win the game, and you're still getting good value. It's, it's funny how like good teams like even Green Bay, New England, when they travel away, mm. you still get really good odds for them. So do keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely. I think good teams away. It's, it's yeah. soccer as well. That's always the way it works. Yeah, exactly. Um, mm. So we go to the south, which is where my team is, and um, yeah, Carolina are four and one, uh, looking pretty pretty good. Atlanta three and one as well, looking okay. Um, New Orleans probably not where we'd probably think they would be at. Do you reckon? I mean, that's, that's the most un. You never see them. They don't seem to do very much. What well, yeah. Breeze has been alright, so. Um, yeah, they're okay. They're going to finish 7-9. and nine. That's what they do. So you're, you're unlucky. You're in a tough division. And then you've got my team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who should have won last week. But our, uh, we've finally got a, probably got a quarterback. We've sorted out a running situation and you know, with Sims and Martin and uh, Rogers doing a job. And you know, we've obviously got Evans and Brake's been really good as our, our red zone target. But we just can't seem to find a kicker. <laughs> Last week, Falk went uh, zero and three. And he missed, you know, two probably very kickable ones. One of them, especially, should be kicked by a professional NFL kicker, and that cost us the game against the Patriots. Yeah. And, and we even had a drive at the end where I thought, "Don't tell me we're going to score," you know, ten seconds ago, a, a touchdown to win the game. We got pretty close. and We did really well, but yeah, we just didn't have the finishing touches, and I, I, I blame the kicker. And, you know, we traded for one last year and, and, and he went no good. Now we've got Falk and you know, he's, he's going shit out. So if anyone out there is a good kicker and they want a job, please turn up at Tampa Bay. Yeah, it's pretty funny the way they find ways to lose. They, yeah. They, it's like Washington. They, they're good, but they find ways to lose. And they're in a they're in a strong division this year. Bar the Saints will be competitive. Panthers are absolutely flying. They're... I watched the first game. They played the 49ers in the first game, and Cam Newton was overthrowing wide-open guys. And by the end of the game, he found his groove. And watching him the last few weeks, although he's still shooting his mouth off off, off the field, but on the field, he, he's playing great. And even they weren't even using Olsen, who's a great tight end. They were using their backup tight end, and he smashed for 100 yards. Their yeah. ground game's unreal. The Panthers look fantastic. And look, two years ago, they played awesome all year, and no one really got that close to them. They were head and shoulders above everyone until Super Bowl day. So... That division looks really strong. And then the the Falcons are under the radar but still playing great football yep. as well. So I think Tampa Bay is a bit stiff here. They're in a really strong division. They're all right, but they're not going to the playoffs. And we've, we've been missing it. We've had a few injuries as well, especially a defensive line. Had a few injuries. So hopefully get some of those players back and maybe try and push for a wild card. But I think, you know, Atlanta, if one of Carolina or Atlanta would definitely make the wild card spot because one of them win the division. The other one probably win enough games to still make the wild card. So... I think right now those two, those two teams look like two and three behind the Packers to me. That, that looks like a really strong division, and they're both yep. playing. Especially the fact that you know they've almost got to the top the last two years. They're teams that know what to do, especially all season long. So I, I think both Panthers and Falcons look really strong, and are put, they're going to push the Packers all the way. Yeah, and we go to the West. Is this the worst division in? Oh, I'm biased, but I don't know. The Seahawks are competitive. The Rams are getting better. I, I, I think I said. I was hoping we were going to go past the Rams, but we're not going past the Rams. Jeff Jared Goff's good. He, he's he's gone. He's done a really good preseason and yep. gone to a new level. Um, Gurley's back to where he was in his rookie season, and the Rams are scoring well. 
they you know they lost last week, but they're, they're all right. Um, Seahawks do what the Seahawks do. Russell Wilson's fit. He, he's another one. He's great to watch. That offense is horrible, but Russell Wilson just drags it, yep. drags it to points. But the Cardinals, I want to jump off the Cardinals. So you might be staying with the Steelers, but I am jumping right off. The whole idea that they were going to um, inspire in this in this last chance with Larry Fitzgerald and, and Carson Palmer is totally wrong. Palmer's cooked. They're, they're horrible. So, yeah, I'm jumping off them. So that might make them... Fitzgerald's been doing all right. He has. He, he's, he's still fine. He's, yeah. you know, he's one of the best pros in the comp. I've but, got um, him in my fantasy team. He's still scoring me some points. So uh, I'm pretty sure I made him flex this week even. Uh, and I've dropped a J. So, yeah, he's been playing all right. Um, yeah, Arizona, I've, yeah, I'm with you jumping off them. Even though I wasn't on them, you were at the start of the year. And your 49ers <clears> are stinking <throat> it up at 0-5. We are so much better than that. We, we've lost our last four games by a total of eight points or 11 yep. points or something. So, And two of them in overtime. So we're, we're nowhere near as bad. But this is perfect. We want to be at the bottom this year. We want a good draft pick. We're, we're getting better. Hoyer's no good at quarterback. So, But a lot of the other pieces, we got a rookie, Matt Breeder, who's good. We've been beaten by a Vinatieri, so, you know, 44 years old, one of the greats of the game. We got beaten by his field goal from 51 yards this week. And last week, we got beaten by a walk-off touchdown in overtime by Larry Fitz, who pretty much caught a jump ball that Palmer threw somewhere in his direction. That's how we've lost the last two games. But you know what? For Richmond to win a flag, I'll take it. <laughs> you're going to throw it in there somewhere, will you? <laughs> well, you're playing the Redskins this week, so you're no chance there, I don't reckon. But the good thing is if Kirk Cousins plays well, look, look, all the talk on the Niners boards that I follow is that Cousins is a pretty good chance of coming with Shanahan to the 49ers next year because he's, yeah. you know, he's just got a one-year contract. Yeah. So we want Cousins to play well and not get injured, so hopefully we don't hurt him. But it'd be nice to win a game at some point. Just you, You're talking about the Rams as well. They, they've scored a lot this year, so they've scored 152 points, which is up there, you know, probably top top five in the in the whole of NFL for scoring. They've also, again, conceded 121 points. So looking at the, just going through this, a lot of the teams that are scoring very, very high, highly, like you know, 160, 155 plus, which is your your Patriots, your Kansas City Chiefs and your Rams, even your Green Bay, um, they're also conceding a lot of points. Mm-hmm. What is that? Is that mean? Style, I think definitely style, style football. Yeah. Some of those teams that are really offense heavy, they just, you can't stop them, but you know, they've spent their draft picks on offense and they struggle to hold teams. And yeah. some of the other teams that have spent their draft picks on defense are, 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 you know, probably a bit stronger. But also some of the matchups, the teams are so close that just game, you know, a team will be a high scoring team one week and then put up no points the next. Yeah. So it's been quite erratic. It's, you know, someone like Pittsburgh putting up nine points this week, you wouldn't expect. Yeah. So the scoring's been, been all over the place. But I, th- I think most of the patterns are just that the good teams are getting behind and then having to score with a run to win. So that's why they're scoring a little bit higher. But, um, it's making for great, great football. It's been there's been some really good weekends. It's certainly, it's worth getting up at about five thirty, six o'clock and watching the second half of those of those games. If you've got some bets on it, just or even if you haven't, NFL Red Zone's a great product. It's just so much fun to watch. It is good to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's such a great ride for that for that three or four hours. No, the two weeks I had off, I watched so much uh, NFL through Red Zone and just on on Seven Mate and through ESPN, and it just yeah, it's amazing. It's I'm probably I'm pretty new to NFL. I'm probably only three years in, and my knowledge is getting better and better the more I get into it. But yeah, it's a great sport. I, I don't know why it took me so long to get into it, to be honest. But and if you like your hits hard, like there's just some of the hits this year have been some of the dirty hits have been just amazing. But some of the clean hits are just it's incredible. Late in the game, just the injuries, the toll on the players. It's it's such a physical game. It's, if you like hard sport, it really is great to watch. And some of the, some of the uh, athleticism as well oh, is amazing. So. 
You can watch basketball for great athleticism, though, but, you know, there's nothing physical about that game. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go back to the AFC Championship and we'll look at who we think is going to win the division. Uh, we've gone through pretty much each division or, or each com- like sort of conference and division. Um, Tony is going to win that division and now we're looking for the conference championship. So AFC first with the New England Patriots is still favourite. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs have come right in. They're 375 so off memory, they were around $20 or $30 at the start of the year. Um, Pittsburgh have stayed around the 7 bucks. Denver Broncos $8.50. Uh, Oakland at 15s, Baltimore 15, and then probably the rest. Houston are $23 to win it. The rest are definitely probably nothing really else in there that's going to be the Cleveland Browns at $426. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you can get this this side down to five, but <clears throat> excuse me, but you can get further than that pretty quickly. Well, obviously, Patriots are your clear favourite in that in that division, and uh, you bet early because they're only going to get tighter as the season goes on. So yeah. if you're going to take Patriots, just take them now and just 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 get it done because you know whatever happens from here happens. And if they go if they go bad and fall away, then yeah, you're unlucky. It won't. It doesn't often happen. Um, for me, I, I still I still don't think the Chiefs will be a top four team. So I'm going to stay Steelers, Broncos, and Texans as the four. Yep. I think the Texans obviously going to struggle a little bit without JJ Watt, but I still just feel that that their best looks like the second best in in that that division. So I still think the Texans Texans can get through to the championship game, but definitely Steelers and and um, Broncos. I've been really impressed with the Broncos. They're the ones for me that that have surprised. Well, I'm I'm sticking with Houston. Uh, I'll stick with Pittsburgh only because I don't want to jump off ship first week. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think from what I've seen in Kansas, they're definitely a chance. Um, I'm still going against New England, so I'm, I've narrowed it down to three, possibly four, because you're talking around with Denver. But I don't, I just, I just don't see New England. I, like I said, they're struggling with motivation and stuff, and that kind of thing really worries me. You know, being a, a big sports fan, you see teams who struggle with motivation. They generally don't get better. They they either stay at the same level, they drop off f- further, and that you know, Western Bulldogs perfect example. Okay, no. we've watched Hawthorne just toy for the first 16 weeks of two seasons in a row and win premierships when they've known exactly what to do at the right time. Yeah, but how often does that happen, though? This is the, this is the New England Patriots. Yeah. No one knows it better than in sport, probably, than Brady and Belichick. Yeah, but they've been up for a long time as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So they've got all their weapons on the park, yeah. and, and when they do, there's still no reason for them not to be the best team. I'm happy to be proven wrong because it just means people can give me shit about it. That's um, bold picking against them. Yeah, well, exactly, <laughs> and I'd like to be different into that. So we go to the NFC... And I've, I'm st- obviously I've been on Green Bay the whole time. My Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I still hold out for a miracle Richmond sort of style it's win. Um, interesting, Washington are at twenty one. So are they a chance? Are they only a chance to win their conference and not the division, or do you do you think they could probably go all the way? No, no, no. They, they have a knack of losing, so you'd wait to be proven on them. And, and also, it's pretty strong because you've got the Packers, and then we've talked about both Panthers and Falcons. They have yep. to be two and three, so oh, they could easily be the fourth. That fourth pick it could be the Cowboys with a logical one. So it yep. makes sense that if the Redskins take that division, they could they could take that spot. But it could be any one of three or four teams. You know, the Seahawks and and even you know even your Buccaneers could maybe jag that last playoff spot but really I'm just trying to give you a bit of hope <laughs> well the funny thing is so Atlanta are obviously second behind Carolina and Carolina in their uh, in their division and Atlanta are five dollars to win the championship and Carolina are 13 so even there there's a bit of a swing considering where they're standing at the moment 
Yeah. So, and that's, that's also telling you that people still think that Atlanta will come home strong. So, I'm probably surprised at that because I think this, the form from two years ago tells you what, what they can do, what the Panthers can do. So yep. I've, I think betting-wise there, ride that ride that Panthers wave because it wrote all the – you know, they were undefeated to the last game two seasons ago. Yeah. And it was all attitude this year that, that really cost them. But people don't know, they're the ones who created the dab. Like these these guys were dabbing first downs. They were over-celebrating. They're really big egos. Yeah. A lot of look-at-me, look-at-me stuff. And it took them all the way to the Super Bowl and then they fell flat on their face when it mattered. And their quarterback, Cam Newton, acted like a tool. And then last year he's never really got his mojo but this year it's back and the whole team's clicking and they were that good two years ago. So if they're 13 bucks, I, I think they're every bit the chance that Atlanta is there. And they're in the same division as well. So it's going to be tough for both of them to really get good rides through. So one of them can come through. So with, with a big betting difference, you go in Carolina. Well, even, even in the Super Bowl, they're 26ers. So, um, and the Super Bowl, the betting hasn't really changed. The New England are still fives. Uh, Green Bay around 750. Pittsburgh are blown out the 13s. Kansas City obviously come right into 750. Atlanta again at 11. So, you know, again, we're just talking about that that bet swing. So Carolina 26, Atlanta 11. And you got your Seattle Seahawks at 12. And then obviously it's, it's pretty much blows right out from there to up towards the 30s and $40. So There's no one else that can win it. So it's it looks like a strong season in the NFL. You know, some years maybe AFL, last two AFL seasons have been quite open years after a lot of really strong years. This is a really strong year in the NFL. It looks like a great team could win. So I think it's not really a roughies year. It's going to be one of these strong teams coming through. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm still sticking with Green Bay. And maybe, you know, after our chat the last five or so minutes, I might put a little cheeky each way bet on because, on again, we're not aligned with any... Uh, sporting corporate bookmaker or anything, but sports bet do pay the place. So uh, if 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 you do make the Super Bowl and you are runner up and you put five dollars on Carolina each way, you'll get five dollars at half the odds. So they're twenty six dollars now. You get thirty dollars from the big runner up. So you know that's probably something that's worth looking at as well. Um, but yeah, Carolina twenty six is I think great. Green Bay seven dollars fifty. And yeah, I, I might chuck a little cheeky on me Tampa Bay Bucks at forty ones. If you want San Francisco, I feel five hundred and one to one. I think they should be longer than that. But. Yeah, I'd say that's unbelievable. <laughs> so we've just sat here for five minutes and talked about how there are two great teams in in Tampa Bay's division, and Barrow wants you to back. <laughs> just don't listen. We need Gordo in the room at least for this betting. We've talked a bit more punting than we did form last time, so uh, yeah. I think we need Gordo here to make sure that we keeps keeps yeah. uh, Barrow on the straight and narrow. Don't back the Bucks to win anything. Yeah, no. Nah. I agree with him. I'm just, I'm being uh, a tad facetious, I believe the word is. 